was cracking. Shit. See, you see it? Yep, yep. Man, they, shit. I, what do you think? Man, you know, to be honest, like, yeah. I don't I don't really know enough. Like, I guess I got to watch it play out, however it's going to play out. But, yeah, there, there got to be something else going on than just strictly basketball. Yeah, we're talking about the, Jose, what's his name? DeJounte Murray, uh, Paulo Banchero, a little banter going back and forth. Yeah, man, um, shit. Remember I was telling you about that, though? Remember a couple months ago? Mm -hmm. I think that might have been off air. But I was like, you know, and and my people, I was talking to my people about it, and it was like, it looked like he's hating on it. Well, uh, from what I understand, because they, they had that little pro-am stuff. Yeah, so they played in that. I mean, I wasn't there because, see, this is something to where we would almost need to talk to somebody who was there at the situation. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of conflicts and contrast and different perspectives that could be that could be played out or that could just be looked at yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like there's definitely there's definitely some stuff that could be looked at here when you know and or, or maybe or maybe it's just some bullshit just some social media shit you know what i'm saying social media always makes some bullshit look like some real shit yeah well you know in the story it picked up steam quite fast. There's actually real, like, fast. like news articles talking about how he kind of made a move and dunked on him and then threw the ball at him. And see, the optics for me is from, from <laughs> looking from the, the perspective I look at it from, it's like uh, light skin, dark skin. You know, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know in light of uh, Murray just reconciling with his dad like what Father's Day 2022 and buying him a truck and saying you know we need to you know they ain't talked in a while and so the whole and then you got Banchero over here coming from a light skinned and mixed guy coming two parent household and you know having like the guidance of his dad and his mom the whole time uh, uh, and a legacy player, a person that second generation pro, his mom was a pro, and his whole optics, and him identifying as an Italian as well as a black person. Which, the, which you know, and they've been talking about how the league is turning light. You know, the, all, a lot of the good, good play, top tier good players. Or like Jason, like Jason Tatum. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, the whole Golden State Warriors. Um, right, Steph, right. I get it. Yeah, and you know, and then, uh, well, Murray, 
LaMelo Ball. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the optics of that, it look like it's, it's like, yeah, here's the uh, prototypical guy grew up without his father, coming from one-parent home, making it to the NBA on um, grit and determination versus like in the end, you know, that they inserted what athletic royalty. Yeah, they inserted some some banter like you're soft to uh, Murray with the, uh, uh, Van Caro, you're soft, which I you know I had a little bit of criticism about Paulo's game, but you really can't deny him in the face of him playing top tier talent at the school he went to, uh, college he went to, Duke, and his his pro am, uh, no summer league debut. See, all, they, all all he's ever all he's ever played against is top notch competition from the time he was young. Like anything competitive, as far as basketball and football yeah. goes, up until high school, he's done all of it. He played FBU. Whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you could think of, he's done that shit. Yeah. And so. Yeah. Yeah, you got but, Mer- just that. But uh, but look though, I'm looking at this uh, meme or whatever. Okay. And it got something that Paulo said at the top and something that Baby Boy said at the bottom with their pictures next to him. Man, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. These dudes is like the same shade, bro. I mean, not quite, right? But yeah. I'm looking at these two dudes and shit, man. Paulo ain't like like that. He ain't Jason Tatum like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at these photos now. Maybe, maybe they darkened it. Maybe, whatever, whatever. But I'm looking at this because. Yeah, I'm aware of the whole Italian-American thing, but we all know if them dudes is riding the car and they pull them over, they're not going to pull over three blacks and an Italian-American. They're going to be four niggas in the car. Yeah. And that's the reality of it. Like, that's, you know, whatever you identify or whatever you say, that's just like a nigga name. A motherfucker, like, okay, I'm a conscious community guy. Yeah. All these dudes have names, you know, this one, that one, that one, this one. Man, listen, when it comes time to pay taxes and receive money and all like that, whatever that alias you got or whatever that nickname. Yeah. Nah, man, what's going to happen is, is that they going to deal with your actual name. Yeah. And that's just like uh, whatever goes on in, in real life. Like, whatever you identify with is cool. But a black man could become a black woman before a black man could be a white man. Like, we, yeah, know, yeah. we know the realities of that. Yeah. Yeah, because my kids are like Ben, ben Carroll's color. I got family members... That are mixed at all that are lighter than Ben Carroll. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I mean, man, he ain't man, he ain't light like that. Like, yeah, shit. I, 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 
I think that if I showed him to anyone, they would just be like, "That's a black guy." Yeah, but you know what's weird? And, and he looked, and he looked just like his dad. Like, yeah, you look like your dad, but you're black, bro. That's what. Yeah. And that, that's what. That's what's going to be said. Yeah, and and remember, I had had a little bit of talk with his mom about it, and she kind of didn't agree with what I had to say, but. Um, because uh, we all come from the same area. That's for the listeners. We all come from the mm-hmm. same same neighborhood, same area. His mom went to high school with me, just to give a little backstory. Um, but one thing I noticed in the media, remember when I was saying earlier, I said, "Damn, they got him listed as an Italian American only, right?" But as the NBA dra- draft neared. I noticed that everything just said he's black, and and uh, and in a lot of the listings now, I've seen listings remove his dad now. They took. T- I've, I've seen. Remember, I was saying they were only like putting his dad up front, like his mom wasn't important. I've seen uh, a lot of the websites and listings for him remove his dad, and only have his mom. <laughs> Yeah, and only have Rhonda, Rhonda there. Uh, Rhonda Smith, a her name uh, name when she played was Rhonda Smith, uh, all time uh, leading scorer at the University of Washington. Just for the listeners, but um, exactly. But what, what I noticed is if you go in certain parts of the South, they see color differently than we see up here in the Northwest Seattle, like. My, when me and my kids moved through the south in some areas, they're like, you ain't black. In some areas, they're, but up here in the northwest, yeah, you're black. And, you know, in some areas, period. But it's a funny, the United States has a funny dynamic. It's like, where, wherever you go, you never know what's going to pop up. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, like, man, I I just know, and we both know, just how things work in real life when you're dealing with systemic, uh, institutionalized uh, areas. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say racism, but yeah, you know, uh, race matters. Yeah, places. This is why it's recorded, and this is why we talk about it. This is why you have flags and all that, because, man, race and ethnicity absolutely matters. And, uh, you know, it's a strategic thing, too. Like, we've seen it, man. Rachel Dolezal, she just wouldn't be, we wouldn't talk about her if she just would have been white the whole time, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I know that I know that that's not the same thing. But my whole point is that that's always came into play, and it's always been relevant. And you know, we can we can say it's not relevant, but sometimes that's the difference between the way you get received or the way you get treated in a given situation. Like, yeah. we're not really taking the time to know who a person really is. Like. We see a motherfucker, and then you know we move, we move accordingly. Especially if we in a position of power. 
Yeah. Right. That's yeah. just that's just the re- that's just the reality of it, and and we all know that uh, a black man has a higher chance of having problems than an Italian man when you're dealing with law enforcement or or even a, a, an Italian American man or an American man in general. Yeah. Right. Like because I'm I'm pretty sure that if there's been any type of situations that have went on with law enforcement or whatever, he got dealt with as a black man. Yeah, when he had that when he had that you know, that deal at uh, Duke when he was with the coach's son and they got uh pulled over by the police. They didn't even say nothing about the coach's son. They said they only talked about him. Uh, uh, Paulo Banchero being the and he one. was the one driving, right? I don't even think was he even driving. Nah, the, nah, Shashevsky's son was the one driving. Grandson was driving, right? Yeah, yes, yes. yes. I mean, let's see what I'm saying. Like, and I get it. Paulo's the star and everything, but man, if this dude's the one driving the car, you need to just fuck with the dude driving the car and da da da. And that's what I'd be saying. Like race matters, bro. Okay. You know because I, because I honestly believe that if uh, you know now I don't know the whole dynamics of everything, but you know I just know how what what black men go through, bro, what they got to deal with, bro. Yeah. I just know about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Well, how about this optic? Okay. When the draft when the, when the draft happened. Uh, and Paulo was in the draft, right? And right. when he showed up to the draft, and he he's always been seen kind of in a certain light, like a clean cut, good, quiet boy, right? Not non non boisterous. So when the draft came, and they, and they called, and he when he showed his picture, his suit. Well, it was a suit like purple and had he had like a loud suit on and a, and a chain, a big old chain, like a rap chain. That's what. Right. So as soon as I saw that, honestly, it was kind of like, okay, so a lot of haters is probably like, oh wow, look at this dude. See what I'm saying? Right. Right. Look at this dude. Now he got the rap chain. He's just feeling himself now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this dude's suit? He's oh, he's like he's trying to be part of the hood. Like, you know, like he kind of had like a Stacy Adams type of suit, like a pimp suit. Who who had that? Uh, Paula. Look at look up his photo at the draft. And uh, oh well. I, well, from what I understand, I think that that suit was like more so a uh, shout out to see because you know both his parents graduated from UW. Yeah, yeah. Right. So obviously he went to Duke. So that that's the only thing I could see is yeah. that it was like some sort of subliminal shout out. Yeah. To Seattle, you know the, the Husky Purple. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of what I'm assuming. Yeah, but on site... And, 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 and as far as... Now, here's what I will say. That's how these niggas dress now, bro. Yeah. Like, as far as the style of suit and, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, that's 
you know, the way Tim Duncan and all them niggas, man, they still nah, that shit's over. Nah, these dudes is going up there, and they putting that, they putting that shit together, like they about to do a goddamn performance. <laughs> like Deion Sanders. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Exactly. They, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole show. You know what I mean? Because that, I, I look at it like this, man, to segue into some other shit. The NBA draft, the NFL draft, all that shit. Man, all that shit generate money. Right? So, yeah. If you want people to give you money, you better look like that you're trying to get some money. This is this is all, you know, I, I get it. Now now that I'm really leveling up business-wise, I'm understanding the importance of marketing and propaganda within marketing, brother. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah. I mean, like, on the real, search shit. If it just went the way it was supposed to, we wouldn't talk about it, bro. And, yeah. and the people, the people who really understand this shit, know that they know that about us. That if things work the way they're supposed to, we won't talk. Yeah. So let's shake it up. There we go, and that, and, and that leads into what and, I, I saw. Your your thought was that this is kind of like uh, selling some tickets too, right? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, to to me personally, I think all of this stuff leads into selling tickets, whether it's organic or something. It all can't be orchestrated. But once you get it to a certain point, do you need to orchestrate it anymore? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, once well, we Murray, get it to there. Murray just got traded to, uh, to the Hawks, Atlanta, which is basically... The, right. the next NBA team down the road, up the road from Orlando. Right, and they're right. They're arch rivals, and they're gonna play what like four, four to six times a year. I mean, I'm looking at this. I said, "Oh, this is good." Yeah. Now, I'm not saying they're not actually doing a back and forth. That yeah. ain't what I'm saying. What I'm just saying is, you know, the timing, bro. This is. This, the, the timing on this is, is good. You know, the, the timing yeah. on this is good. Like it's, you said, you're the number one pick. Yeah. You just got traded to Atlanta. Yeah. And this is just great marketing. I can almost guarantee that there's people who's already circled that day. Oh, man, when Atlanta play Orlando, I'm talking about people in Seattle. People in Seattle ain't never gave a goddamn about that rivalry. But I bet you they all go watch now. Yeah, and now, I'm not saying people, I'm not saying yeah. that 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 they're doing you know that they're doing this on purpose. But I tell you what, I bet you the NBA love it. Yeah, and when he threw the ball, kind of tossed the ball, threw it at him uh, after the dunk. Um, it was like people are saying that Paulo should have took off on him and punched him in the face. And, and see, oh, that, really? yeah, that, and they're saying, oh, if that would have been me, I would have socked him. That's disrespectful. Wow. And see, now that well, we, we need to keep this in, in the, on the court because niggas in, in the town and, and the other towns and hoods or whatever, you know, they be, man, I don't know, man. They need to, like, keep this shit on the court. And Paulo ain't that type of dude. I know that firsthand. 
He ain't that type of dude. Well, I mean, you know, because really there's no D. You know, and, and this be the problem. Like, we shouldn't even be doing that. Like, right for the people who are talking that way. Like, but there's always going to be some people who just want to gaslight shit to the point where it just gets extra. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah. So that's just that that's just one of them things to where who whoever whoever's saying that or they have the right to feel how they feel. I mean, you know, I, I understand because there's plenty of shit I just said the same thing. But in in regards to something like this, nah, we gotta keep this in perspective. Yeah. And not not let it get marred up with niggas goofiness. Like sometimes, bro, that you know that that's that wish a nigga would shit. Oh, I wish yeah. a nigga would do that to me, and you know what? Man, come on, man. Cats got millions of dollars on the line. They can't be fighting no goddamn pro am game. Yeah. The fuck? So that you guys, that was not a charity game. It was just like a like a pro. And see this. And to Paulo's credit, he he might have let dude do that move because he was probably going half speed. He's like. I ain't trying, because they took him out of summer league because they didn't want him to get injured, and they knew he was going to deliver anyway. There's no point in having his ass running around summer league. So it's like, he's like running half speed, like half play, doing a light workout, and then dude turns up the gas on him out and, and makes a, and does, posterizes him like that. But it's like, bro, come on, man. You can tell. That Ben Charles wasn't like, oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Playing at his top speed. Yeah, I mean, hey, man, you know, whatever, man. Like, yeah, it, it, in this type of environment, that type of shit gone don't happen, man. It's yeah. it, it's almost, you know, it's, it's almost street ball, bro. Yeah, it was in the gym, but yeah. bro, they they playing street ball, so. In a street ball atmosphere, shit like that happens and whatnot, whatnot. I mean, because I'm pretty sure that nigga gonna play Rico Hines and all that. Yeah. And Rico Hines, dude, them you know, them is them is just straight up pros. And when you and when you out there, you gotta play, play. So, so you know, as far as like the going half speed or. Whatever, whatever, or the whole, oh, well, we're going to take them up out of summer league. Man, listen, man, basketball players play basketball. So, that, 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 that's what that's what they do. I ain't never heard of no basketball player. I only play for my team. Like, nah, man, real hoopers? Yeah, I know, I know he ain't supposed to be at L.A. Fitness, but he's about to go play at L.A. Fitness today. He's well, a hooper. Well, you get the Drew League. All day. Well, it's like, and maybe that was, was that he alluding, Murray alluding to he was soft because he didn't finish out the summer league. I think he only played like a game, um, if I'm not mistaken. And well, like, you know, what, what you talking about, the crossover? Well, when he's, when you talking Murray, about that crossover? Well, well Murray's putting it, we're putting it out there on, on uh, Instagram that Paulo's soft. It's like you don't want, but to me, it's like Murray ain't even the same position as Paulo. Paulo's like six ten, like a like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. But you know, this is just right. They yeah, it's, but it's still basketball, so yeah. it's just like a safety talking shit to a lineman 
uh, uh, offensive linemen like we still football players. So, okay, what I'm going to say is this. What I'm going to say is this. For the most part, yeah. when you come in into a grown man league, yeah. I think that I think we're going to assume you soft until you prove otherwise. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like to me, I don't care who you are. When you come in into the league, unless you're like, Actor, and even he, even he still had to prove it, right? Like everybody yeah. coming in has been the man. They're great players, this and that. Yeah. And so, uh, 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 NBA veteran, I don't really think they're just gonna give you certain things like, uh, oh, your stuff. Well, you know, you can say that he hasn't played an NBA game yet, like a regular season game. But time's gonna tell that. Yeah. You know, so now for the NBA game, right? Because he's proven on all other levels that he's not soft, but now he's at the highest one. Yeah. And you got to prove, you know, there, there, bro, there's plenty of football players. Yeah. They be hot shit. And then they get to that NFL and it's a different monster. Yeah, like, Look the, at bo- Jack like the, yeah, and the boss. And, and they'll have you looking like Danny Ferry out here if you don't, if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I want to take some time out to say rest in peace to Bill Russell. Man, rest in, rest in peace, Bill Russell, man. That's a, that's a cold hell. And, and a lot of people don't know that Bill Russell lived basically in Seattle. Yep. Pretty much. He, he did a whole uh, golfing thing where he golfed with black golfers to teach them the game. And, you know, that, that that's what's so called. With everything he accomplished in basketball, he used to really push other things on people, stuff that like was more plausible for, you know, more people, right? Like, not to say becoming a good golfer is easy, but you have a better chance of being accomplished and competitive in golf than you do, say, trying to be a basketball player. Yeah, right. And and you could you could open a bunch of doors with golf. Like that's where all the money, that's where all the deals are made. Right. Like so, I got to give him that man. He he was ahead of the curve on always trying to have black people networking and business minded. Yeah, he was he was definitely an ambassador for that. And I think that. Uh, yeah, I think that that should be talked about. We talk about the rings, right? He won all the rings, and the Celtics, that's great. Yeah. But you know, man, he, he did a lot for us. Yeah, and Bill Walton was cool, because I used you know, when you, I used to run into him a lot back in the day, because he used to live over there by my mom. So I, would, I used to run into him, and he was always super cool. You, <laughs> you wouldn't even know that this dude did all he did. You know what I'm saying? Just by seeing him in the street. And I used to see him at the grocery store all the, time, all the time. And he was a really nice person on top, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah a true, a true, a true gentleman. Yeah. Like, you know? And, and uh, he, you know, he, he's a prime example of how you get it done and how you represent and, uh, and present yourself as a man 
when you when you trying to like stand for something and push your cause, right? Yeah. Right, like now as far as behind the scenes and the personal shit, I don't know anything about it personally. And as long as I don't hear nothing just ridiculous and disrespectful, then you whatever. But you know anything that will come out now that would be interesting because of course you know we always want to slander people when they pass and so yeah. that wouldn't surprise me but I've never heard nobody say that bad about him yeah me neither you know how they be trying to do <clears throat> yeah but yeah, but yeah. He's, all, yeah he's always been a class act and was- he, exactly He's, he's a class act, bro. You hit the nail on the head right there. He's a class act, bro. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Yeah. So hopefully this uh, Ben Cheryl thing is working. Yeah, because, you know, I want to see him. Uh, ben, it's, ba- it's, it's basketball, bro. It's, I mean, you know, bro, come on, bro. Like, it's basketball. So as far as the talking goes and. This and that, like, we done seen these dudes have fights or do have this whole back and forth, and then they'll sit down with each other and chop it up like, shit, you seen the shit that had went on with Matt Barnes and Kobe, but Kobe used to train Matt Barnes' kids before he passed away. Yeah. Like, you know, this basketball now, it, it could get personal, but... That basket and when basketball gets personal, that shit wasn't about basketball, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially on the level of the NBA. So, yeah, man. To me, that's just some basketball shit. We in the age of the internet. Let let let's not pretend, right? Because I do have to throw the internet under the bus. Let's not pretend we don't say and do shit. Strictly to go viral. I'm not saying that's what happened. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we wasn't talking about y'all two in conflict a week ago. Yeah. Now, maybe there was stuff going on behind the scenes. Well, Steve, then what I'll say is this that's that secret society of deep, deep hoop lovers. And, but they wasn't talking about it. Y'all, so, you know, I mean, hey, whatever, man, both you niggas got jerseys. I'm pretty sure, like, if we look, if we wait a couple weeks and we look at jersey sales, I bet you both you niggas have sold more jerseys than usual. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you you that... We're going to talk about the Atlanta Hawks and the Orlando Magic more than we usually do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, they, you know, for them, they might really have something going. But, bro, believe me, bro, this is this is all marketing outside of them. Yeah. And, what, and who – hold up. Okay. So, Trey Young, right, plays with uh, Murray now. Yes. How, I, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so we going to see. But uh, Orlando ain't no punks neither. And so we going to see. I don't know if Murray, 
me personally, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want none of that. I mean, he proved himself, but that dude is 6'10". He gonna have, he gotta, he gotta, he gotta make sure he don't get posterized. Well, the, I, I can, I can promise you, you, you playing in that NBA, you gonna get dust on at some point. Yeah. So it's just, it's just gonna happen. It's just guaranteed. We just know that. Yeah. Yeah, because I was, like, talking to my cousins. And, you know, they was going back and forth about that LeBron, uh, who's better, LeBron or Michael thing. And I'm like, it's kind of not really a fair comparison considering Jordan was primarily a shooting guard. Uh, and LeBron could literally play every position on the floor. And LeBron has a flashes of Barkley inside of him. Yeah, um, I mean, hey, what one thing I'm gonna say is that I haven't never, I haven't seen nobody be this good for this long, and I've never seen anybody just as good as Jordan. Yeah. Right, but. <clears throat> you know, it'd be it'd be an interesting take when I hear certain stuff because I'd be hearing people like, "Oh yeah, Bron couldn't this and that in 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 this era," and I'm more like, "Man, I don't know." To me, he translates into any era. Yeah, like in any single era, he would have been a top three player. Period. And like you know, he man, dude's amazing, bro. Yeah, because they talk about Barkley could hit the three, and they talk about, but he didn't really take a whole lot of threes. LeBron, if you look at LeBron, LeBron, like in 6'8", 6'9", in the era we're talking about, this is the era we grew up, you and me grew up in, bro, they would, they would like, Man, come on, man. There ain't no 6'8 dude was, gonna, was hitting like that, bro. No three right. were doing things like that. Because we, 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 we watch games now, and we see the kids shooting threes like they're, like they're layups. Like, if you leave these damn kids open, they're going to bury you. In our day, if you can leave them dudes open... They be having, they be, you can see they have to take time to set the shot, uh, look at their feet, and then take the shot. These kids are taking it off of the ball. Boom! It's different. It's different, like, okay, like the, you know, there was like, what, Ricky Pierce on the Sonic, Ricky Pierce, I can do that. Dale Ellis, uh, 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 what's his name? They went to uh, Orlando, but you know that sort of thing. But the one third thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, is prison. Did prison does prison change lives? Yeah, nigga. Because, like, it seemed okay. Okay, the liberal thinking in regards to all this, all this does prison change lives. Yeah, in regards to. Uh, all this crime going on right now 
all this drugs in the street, homeless tents and all this shit, right? But if you That's take crazy. dude if you take dudes in the mass incarcerated era from our era and you talk to them and then be like and they went to prison, you know, and a lot of guys went to jail, I did jail time, you know, a lot of guys. They'll tell you that prison changed their life. Hey man, you know, now but, when you asked me the prison changed lives, yeah. I said, yeah, right? Yeah. So my thing is that I'm standing open ended the same way you asked me. See, you said you, you gave me a specific. Yeah. But when you asked me the prison changed lives, shit, it's going to change your life. It might be in a good way, yeah. it might be in a bad way. But at the end of the day, one thing we know, you know, shit, prison, prison's gonna alter something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't, can't nobody tell me you the same and you know how to put one of them spreads together. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. anytime you do things like in an abnormal way like that, oh yeah, you've been affected. Yeah, man, let's take this beef stick. Let's take these pickles. Let's take this. Let's crunch this up. Let's take this bag. Let's heat it up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you definitely moving different. Yeah, and 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 also getting out of a prison stint, finding a way. Like, I was looking at talking to guys online. The guys say, yeah, I did my prison stint, got out, became a truck driver. Now I got a house. Two cars, taking care mm-hmm. of my taking care of my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. When I was before that, I was running the street. I had a bad, bad idea what I was supposed to be doing. I was just out there doing crazy stuff. But now, you know. But see, and the reason why I asked this question is because they acting like in regards to dealing with a, a lot of pe- a lot of uh, white people doing crime now. Uh. Oh man, now, huh? So all of a sudden, now they're saying, "Oh, Why you say now?" There's, yeah, I mean, no, I'm talking about now. What they're saying is that the, that a lot of the face of crime is white uh, on the street, invisible, visible, uh, whites on. Got the it. Street. Okay, I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, visible on the street. Yeah, now we. We ain't talking about the big, the big picture, but the, the small. Nah, I know what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm with you, bro. Yeah, I'm like with you. micro criminal transactions, like your your uh, your uh, catalytic converter, uh, smoking dope, <laughs> walking out of yeah, facts. Walking out of Walmart. So, but they're advert in the in the public perception that. The politicians are letting people do crime and not do no time. PR and criminals. All of a sudden, they're saying there's got to be a different way than jail. But we're, as black people, are telling you, yeah, prison work. Lock them. It, it can probably change your life if you lock them up. But they don't want to hear that. They don't want. Well, well. See, here's the whole thing. When you dealing with them and they, yeah, right. Because I know exactly who we talking about. See, doing the the, the things that are problem solvers for us, yeah, is never a problem solving method for them. 
because they, you know, they're better than that. Yeah. Right? Like, really, man, even this whole thing about uh, criticizing whooping children or anything like that, right? That's really, that's really about protecting white folks. Yeah. Right? And if, and if we have to, if we, and you know, like, there's more relationships with black people and white people now and all this stuff so let, let's push let's push this oh yeah this has these psychological effects and da 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 see now the thing is is that the reason why they know that is they know well we would know because we did this to y'all for so long and that you you didn't do it to each other nearly as bad and with you know the the intent and the violence that we did but we still put this up in you right and so now but see before there was laws like you couldn't even hit a white person or anything like that yeah like so so now it's just like man please these motherfuckers don't want these black black motherfuckers disciplining these white kids and Come on, man. Like, perfect example, bro. You seen the movie Lean On Me? Yeah. Nigga, I bet you Joe Park never paddled no white kid. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Come on, man. Hell. Now, I tell you what. We all we all know it's well within regularity for white people to, to beat up on black people people that that's normal yeah that's regular to, to penalize us but but yeah exactly when the time comes that's what i'm saying it's like you got all these like tacoma see tacoma got a crime wave going on and people are like yo like what <laughs> What? How are you letting these criminals out? They're like PR and people. Man, if you do shit like that, they doing now, we would never be getting out. King, uh, bro. And then I found out that King, the Seattle King County Jail, is the problem. King County is not prosecuting. Nah, bro. They been they been allowed. It's bedlam out here, bro. <clears throat> There's no. There, there are no laws. Like, yeah, there's laws. They exist, but they're not being enforced. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, hey, man, like that, that, we all know what that's about. You know, hey, man, we shot, shot, broke it all down. All this shit is the residuals of that. And every place, <clears throat> excuse me, every place, Every place has their situation, right? So if you if you look at what's going on now, I bet you a lot of these places, especially if they were like major, you know, cities west of the Mississippi, man, nigga, you got a you got a huge homeless problem, and it's spilling the fuck over. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it real, bro. I now, now here's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. I'm from Seattle, so this is coming from the perspective of a dude from Seattle. 
not just some black dude. Like, nah, I'm a black dude from Seattle. I've never seen this many homeless people. Black. I've never seen this many black homeless people. Yeah. Where where they are everywhere. Yeah. And and, and it's people niggas grew up with. Like this these are people we don't know. No, nigga, yeah. we be knowing these dudes. Yeah, you know I know. I work the streets for a living. So right. Yeah, so yeah, man, I'll be seeing cats that, that we was man, kids with. Yeah, bro. Now it just it just spilled over to that level. Okay, about okay. Do you think this is what I noticed that it exploded? Um I, I noticed it really started to explode after Obamacare. And when they started, you know, and that's when the, uh, the, oxy, the, ox, the oxy epidemic kicked off because the doctors had a, had people had insurance to get as much painkillers as they want, uh, Obamacare, and they didn't have no rain on the oxys. So, but this is another thing. Another part is, is when they closed the projects. Yeah, bro, that, uh, look, man, all this stuff, <clears throat> all this stuff, yeah, you could, you could look at New York, look at what they did to Marcy, you know, on one hand, it's been great, because niggas been running around, and, uh, they get to, they get to go to the Barclays, and, you know, they go to this concert, and that one, my son's team going over there playing in them, high school specials. Yeah. Washington versus New York City and all that bullshit. But look, like you just said, how many people lived in Marcy? So where did they all go? Exactly. Right? You know, that that's just like the that's just like the Chicago shit. Man, we all know that because they been talked about it. They had a documentary on it. Yeah. About what was going on there, called the Interrupters. Okay, oh, I'm gonna look that you up. Ever seen man. that? You ever seen that, the Interrupters? No, I'm about to check it out. So, Jeff Ford's daughter, she's a have you know advocate for the streets. She, yeah. <laughs> you know, works for the behalf of the people. So, uh, she had. Uh, She was she was working on um, you know helping deal with the gang problem in Chicago and all that bullshit, right? So they got off film. These kids fight. One kid hit a kid, another kid in the head with a two by four, killed him, right? But the way this ended up happening is that. These are kids who normally wouldn't be around each other. And they, and like you just said, they shut these projects down. They shut down the Cabrini Greens. Well, they, these dudes had to move to the next neighborhood over. They closed the school. So they had to start going to this school. Hey, bro, these kids had on uniforms, bro. Yeah. You think what I'm saying? Yeah. These kids wasn't dressed like gang members. These kids had on uniforms. And and they out there fighting like that because they know what they doing. Like, okay, let's close this down. Let's close the project down or close this neighborhood down 
or gentrify it. They got to move to the next neighborhood over and they're going to wipe each other out anyway because they got an on-site policy. Yeah. yeah. Man, bro, answer me this, bro. What are the odds that you would have a, one neighborhood in Chicago, right, where every nigga from that neighborhood that decides to be a rapper, his music is to come out. Yeah. Right? 63rd and 64th. What are the chances of that? Fucking crazy. Hey, hold up. We gonna continue this convo. I'll call you right back. All right, bro. Okay, man. Yeah, we're going to continue. If he answered, answer, I just had to deal with something right quick. Yo, yo. Hold on. Huh? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now what are you saying? I said, so you got a neighborhood in Chicago where they had war with each other. Okay. These dudes is literally two blocks from each other. What are the odds of everybody over there who rap, all of them being able to come out with their music? Right? Like, yeah. like just, 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 just what are the odds? Like, so what you telling me, y'all rap so good between y'all, y'all two hoods where you guys just got all these gangster rappers who are more gangsters than rappers. Like, nah, man, this is all by design. So they gonna help it whatever, whatever way they can. And don't be surprised if they do that shit with two other neighborhoods. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they... See, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. See, because they already know black people, we, 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 we like soundtracks. Right? Yeah. When I say good times, what comes to your mind? Oh, good times, a TV show. Okay, so what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about this TV show? Well, the projects. The first thing that comes to my mind, that's a good one. The first thing that comes to my mind is the theme song. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even so, hear So, look, in the theme song, it says, keeping your head yeah, above water. water. Yeah. Making a way if you can. can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Temporary layoffs. Good, good times. Easy credit ripoffs. Good times. Scratching and surviving. Good times. Yeah. Ain't we lucky? We got them. See, this was the theme song. So there was never no need for it to get any greater than what it was. Because we lucky just to struggle. Yeah. And these are the good times. We lucky we got these. Keeping our head above water. Not even swimming, just keeping our head above water. Making a way if we can. And we love that shit. If we can. Right? We we could even we could even go uh when you look at Fred Stanford, right? It puts you in a certain state of mind because of the theme music. 
so you hearing that you're not expecting it to be full of negativity. Yeah. Yes, he's a junk man, but you know it's gonna be funny, and you know it's gonna be fun and entertaining. Let me use your uh, charger. It's gonna be fun and entertaining, right? Yeah. So for the, for the, for him, sixty third and sixty fourth niggas. When you hear their music, when you hear their theme songs, it's, it's, I don't like, like, it's, it's Tuka, I'm smoking Tuka, and all, you know, or whatever. They doing all that. Yeah, it's Kill the Ox. Yeah, that's the theme, that's the theme music for them. Yeah. The spell. Is it right? They cast some spells, bro. Yeah, casting spells. Yeah, and it, like I said, like, uh, the projects ain't open. Where are they supposed to go? And this is the thing. It, like in Seattle, like Holly Park Project, whatever, closed. Now it's all Africans, right? Um, mm -hmm. What was the one on Othello? Full of Africans. Because my girl's cousin uh, is up in the office there. So she was like, dude, it's all Africans. And they wildin'. Yeah. Yeah, they wildin', bro. And they say tore down the projects, built these little housing things and, and that you get to own. And cats is up in there wildin'. Meanwhile, the people that used to live there got pushed out, and now we got all these people on the streets. Now, I just wanted to put that out there because that's re really happening. Mm-hmm. Not that like I'm trying to shade somebody or a group of people, you know. But that's what that's what really happened. So we got right. people, people on the streets that would normally be in the projects have been displaced in a lot of instances by immigrants. Yeah, bro. It's it's yeah, man. They 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 turned this shit into a complete rat race, bro. Yeah, and what you see on the streets, what's the smallest group on the streets? Immigrants. You don't see, like, big roving bands of immigrants on the street? It's an observation, but you don't see that. No, that's true. You know, is this an observation? You don't see that. You know, and I, you know, and that is what is what it is. And this is what my uh, girl pointed out. She was like, man, she's like, yeah, like, and her, and her cousin, they're like, man, and a lot of the sh killers in Seattle, I'm not going to say nothing. They got the different soundtrack, <laughs> put it like that. And you got homeless, displaced people. You creating, you creating a decentralized sort of thing where it's even in the midst of all this other stuff with drugs and people on the street. You're creating a whole another dynamic. It's like you can't even catch people now. You need cell phones and social media. Social media is the number one crime solver. Yeah, bro. If this happened and there was no social media, so we might not have society right now, or we might not have this many problems. 
because the simple the simple way to deal with a lot of this stuff is to lock people away. Ain't nobody trying to sit there and uh, watch uh, uh, trauma porn. If, if there's no trauma porn, which is another form of promotion, there's no tolerance for this going on in our streets like when we were doing it mm-hmm. so now all of a sudden there's trauma porn to go along with it so people are like oh this is weird things are messed up we're messed up and it's not getting any better and you know well Seattle the Seattle mayor says he's going to hire 500 I've seen him make some changes though have you Downtown, where I'll be working at at night. I I, mean, a little bit. I don't really know what we're looking, man, bros. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. Anytime I go downtown, it's just a shit show. Like, yeah, it's you know, I don't really know if it's better or. I will say this. There are some places that was just crazy, and they handled it. They they got it straightened out. Yeah. But I'd be wondering, so where did they go? Yeah. Right, because I'm sure you didn't just provide housing for all 200 of these people who were living down here. Yeah. So where did they go? What happened? And, you know, like I said, they, they, they got rid of their projects. The people are on the streets, so what do they do? They rebuild projects, kind of, sort of, but they're not really projects. They're like places where people lord over you in a different sort of way. Like you got to come and go at a certain hour. Hmm. They restructure, They what do they call it now? Uh, uh, emergency housing. Everything's... A, emergency versus like giving people a stable place to be. They tear down the projects, uh, Holly Park and all that in Seattle. The Africans and immigrants take it over. The people that used to live there are given vouchers spread out. The, uh, uh, the first, the first, what do you call that hits? Recession hits, Obama coming to office. They pass Obamacare, then they create all these drug addicts. So then before people be like, okay, I can go get treatment and go and go get a uh, go get a spot in the pro in the, in the, in the projects, or I get a Section Eight voucher. People ain't is receptive to Section Eight vouchers anymore because then we had like a real estate thing where the vouchers don't even cover nothing. So, but they're like, oh, we can build these emergency houses where your vouchers. We'll cover it. So now, but there's not enough of them. It's crazy. But we'll talk about this later. I'm going to hop. I got to go deal with this mess right now. And then with the mess I'm dealing with, this is even more crazy before we get off, is I'm trying to get an oil change, right? Well, uh, I've been to three places. What happened? There's no workers. What? See, that's crazy. Don't nobody want to work, bro. No, the dude, that's why I went to Paul. The dude came to the window and was like, bro, 
It was a black dude. He was like, bro, man, ain't it's just me. And I'm like, what? He's like, it's just me here. I can't, we can't do process no cars. And that's the sec that's the third one. I went to two before that. And so, I, so what is he at the just him there? What is he doing? He's telling people that he can't process nobody. Cause he looked like he's the lube guy. He didn't look like he was the check-in guy. He said there was three. He said there's two people supposed to show up. And he's the only one that showed up. Cause he realizes once he opens. He's going to be swamped all day. Built, huh? And they've been so open he, since 7. So he doesn't have to. I guess. He doesn't have to. Like, so what's he going to like? So he's just getting paid to tell people they can't open? Yeah. Cause he was like, "Fuck that! You ain't gonna be working me to death up in no. Well, how much is it? Eighty degrees right now, out here changing, doing this oil changes, and having me up. It was an older guy, a little bit, probably like our age, but he was like, you ain't gonna be having me out here dying.' He was already covered in sweat, just walking around telling people that they. Cause I went to the other two, and I was like, "There's no cars in the bay." But the people are walking up to your cars, but there's no cars in the bays. I'm like, oh, they're not doing no changes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, bro. Yeah. That's, that's wow, bro. How? That's crazy. Yeah, but we're going to talk about it. I'll, I'll hit you up later. Okay, bro, bro. Okay, man. Please. Politico.com. Yeah.